Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another and have several open and use it. It's all in one place for you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. Have a great day. Good day, brother. I'm glad to uh, be with you today. I hope to uh, give you a word that would be helpful in this day and time and help you grow closer to the Lord and help us to serve him more. In this this podcast, we're going to look at uh, something that I found. I forget who sent it to me, but it is from a a video from Dinesh D'Souza and a YouTube video that somebody, someone sent me. And here's, I'm going to read a little bit about him and the, what the topic is. It says, uh, Muslims by the millions are converting to Christianity. This has never happened before. And the astounding explanation given by many of the converts is that they are seeing dreams and visions of Jesus. And who is Dinesh D'Souza? Well, he is an author, a filmmaker, a graduate of Dartmouth College. He was a senior domestic policy analyst in the Reagan administration. He also served as a research fellow at the American Enterprise Institute and the Hoover Institute at Stanford University. He is the author of many best-selling books, including Illiberal Education, What's So Great About Christianity, America, Imagine a World Without Her, The Roots of Obama's Rage, Death of a Nation, and United States of Socialism. His documentary films, 2016, Obama's America, America, Hillary's America, Death of a Nation, and Trump Card, are among the highest grossing political documentaries of all time. He and his wife, Debbie, are also executive producers of the acclaimed feature film, Infidel. So I don't remember who sent this to me, but what he said was very interesting. I want to go over it and then base this scripturally if I can. So a large number of Muslims, they're in Islam, the religion of Islam. And they are converting to Christianity. And that is something that never happens. Um, You cannot, if you're 
a Muslim, you cannot leave Islam without either being beaten, cast out, or even in some cases uh, being put to death. That's the only ways to, to, to leave that religion. And not many people have ever done it. Now, for some reason, according to what his, his research here, millions of Muslims are converting to Christianity from Asia and from Africa. And they are giving their heart and life to Christ. And the reason is because they're seeing Jesus Christ in visions and dreams. And I don't know about you, but I think that's a sign of the times. When I heard that, I immediately thought of Joel chapter 2. And... Joel was a prophet, a minor prophet here in the, the, the latter part of uh, the Old Testament. And many of these minor prophets spoke prophecies of things to come. And you may recognize it once I start reading it. Uh, I'm going to go to Joel chapter 2 and verse 27. He says, And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance. And the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. That sounds a lot like what Dinesh D'Souza mentioned here in his video. And you can look it up on YouTube. Look up Dinesh D'Souza. And, but what he states here is something, it seems like a prophecy fulfilling here out of Joel. Go back to Joel chapter 2, verse 28. He says, And it shall come to pass after that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Why do I think that Joel here is referring to the end times? Well, I think that Joel is referring to the end times because if you go down to verse 31, it says, The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And as far as I know, that has not happened yet. The blood, ha the sun hasn't turned dark because um, without the hand of God, I think the earth would have frozen completely without the heat of the sun. But I'm not a scientist, but I know there wouldn't, I don't think there would be any human life left without the hand of God intervention. And the Lord says he's coming to take care of this and all the elements would just melt away in fervent heat. He's going to burn it up. 
But if it were just a natural phenomenon of the sun turning dark and the moon into blood, uh, there's as far as I know, that has never been recorded. It's it's in the future. It's something to come forward. There, the Bible has many prophecies that aren't haven't come to pass yet. We know the second coming of Christ. We as Christians, we look forward to that, and we have an obligation to spread the gospel to others around us of Jesus Christ. The fact that we without Christ are lost and headed to the devil's place of hell. God didn't create hell for us. He didn't create hell for humans. Uh, There is a spirit world. There are demons. They rejected God and his grace, his mercy, his hope. They disobeyed and they were cast out of heaven. They have no chance now to re- for redemption. Hell is created for them. But Christ provided a way for us in his mercy towards us as those being created in his image to be saved through the free gift of salvation. Now, we see in, in the end times, I, and again, going back to Joel, it says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And there are some similarities of this and what Dinesh D'Souza is proclaiming here and what's happening. Millions of Muslims are converting And it's not because someone has been sharing the gospel with them, because that is extremely difficult to do, to reach Muslims, to go to Islam and tell them about Jesus. They reject it. They reject reject anyone that teaches the gospel of Christ. And yet, in Asia and Africa, millions of Muslims are converting from Islam to Christianity. And the only explanation is... Well, there is some, some that will migrate away from it and get out of it because of radical Islam. Because that that's, you can't live like that. But the majority are leaving because of dreams and visions of Jesus Christ. If that isn't a sign of the end times, I don't know what is. So some advice for you, if you haven't already, is to start Declare this and and, uh, share this with other people you know. Uh, And prepare yourself. If you haven't accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would suggest you do so before it's too late. Because life is but a vapor and appears for a little time and then vanishes away. I want to go to Romans chapter 10 now. And I want to read a few scriptures here. Now see, God is working in this time. And he is moving in spite of what we're seeing. Now, we're seeing some bad things. I want to mention right now and pray for those in Australia. They have a totalitarian rule. The police and military are actually taking up people, the aborigines, and they are locking them up and claiming they have COVID or they might be sick or they were close to someone who has COVID. And they're going to these towns. One place in particular is Benjari. I actually pulled Benjari up on the map, on Google Maps. And I looked at Benjari. And it's 
I counted 20 houses in the whole town. 20. It's not a very populated place. The best place probably if someone had to isolate would be Benjari. And yet the police went and gathered 28 people out of that town and uh, took them if, like 500 miles away to Howard Springs, which is a, I'm going to describe it as a concentration camp. They locked them up there and it'll hold about 3,000 people. And they can't get out. There's a few that have escaped and they had manhunts for them. The people that they had supposedly had, there was out of the 28 that they locked up from Benjari, there was nine cases of COVID supposedly. None of them were sick with uh, COVID, not one of them. And on top of that, there was several teenagers and children that they they kidnapped and took to Howard Springs. Uh, I'm trying to remember what they call it, a but it's a concentration camp. Is what I'm going to call it. The Australians they're waking up. They've had, from what I've heard, they have had in particular cities. They had 700,000 protesting in one city. And about 300,000, 200,000 to 300,000 protesting in another city against the government uh, because of this, this, they're taking away their freedoms. And yet the media is only co- uh, claiming that maybe 20,000 people are protesting. So they're getting, Australians are waking up. And the reason why they're in this case is because they don't have their guns. They let, the government take their guns away. That's why I support the 2A and 2A supports me. And I'm not relinquishing my firearms. And that's why through the inspiration of God, our forefathers of the United States of America gave us 2A because of a government such as that. And we have a government like that. So things may might look bleak, but I'm telling you this about these Muslims and them seeing the dreams and visions to give you hope. God is in control. What he has said will happen, will happen. You are you are required to align with him, but you're given a choice to accept him or d- to deny him. And the end times are coming. It may be, may be close. It may be now. It may be a couple years in the future, it may be a hundred years, it may be another thousand years, but there's signs telling us that it's not far. I don't think it's far before the Lord comes back the second time and calls his people home. And he's given opportunity, but you can see the spirit of the Lord moving in Asia, in Africa, and you see his Muslims having dreams and visions of Jesus Christ. We have a job to do, that is to speak the truth the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And that's what I'm doing today. That's what I am hope that I'm doing. I hope that you will take it to heart. And let's go to Romans chapter 10. I want to go to verse 9. He says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew or the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all 
that call upon him. It doesn't matter if you're Australian, American, Asian, African, Muslim, whichever. Jesus Christ went to the cross, was crucified, shed his innocent blood, died and rose again on the third day to save you. If you will call upon his name. Verse 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And this is where I come in. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how can they believe on him whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? So I want to encourage you now to don't be like the ones that Isaiah mentioned. And as those, as Joel has mentioned in Asia and Africa, I believe he's speaking about these Muslims here converting in dreams and visions. If that's the case, we don't have much time to go. So I encourage you to, if you haven't, accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and then share the gospel as described here in Romans chapter 10. Confess with your heart. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, but they have to hear it. And you have to be sent and you have to preach in order for them to hear it, in order for them to believe. They have to hear it. And God is working. He's moving. He's working. So he's expecting us to do our part where he's put us. So I hope this will encourage you to do the same. I hope this will, this is a, Maybe this is a little more encouraging. The reason why I say it's encouraging because we see God working and moving, the Spirit moving and working. So we know that just solidifies the faith that we have in Christ and in His Word, the living Word, which is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to divide the mind from the soul, from the heart, and the bone from the marrow. It just strengthens my faith in the Lord to hear something like this that God is moving and working. So I hope it does the same to you. I hope you would share this with others. Uh, contact me through Joshua Ministry 741 at gmail.com. Leave a comment here on the podcast, if you will, and have a blessed day in the Lord.